Good morning. I wasn't 100% sure if I would be speaking this morning or not. I told Brother Tim to, uh, that I'm just I'm here if he needs me and uh, to help any way that I can. Kind of goes along a little bit what we talked about some Wednesday night about helping others in their ministry if you were here for uh, Wednesday night. And the, th- the comments that he started with this morning, I guess if ever his comments or his sermons have ever coincided with some of the things that I had on my mind today is probably the most evident of that. I had topic on my mind uh, even before the school shooting, so it's not necessarily, uh, that did not spur these thoughts on, but it's very applicable considering uh, the shooting that happened and with the remarks that Brother Tim made. So I hope that the Lord is in it and that that's not just coincidence. Uh, If you have your Bibles, if you'll turn to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, and I want to talk to you a little bit this morning about assurance and uh, I've, I've spoken on this many, many years ago, um, but I don't know that I've uh, used the same scriptures that, that I would use today on it. But uh, assurance is something that I think we all appreciate, something that we all like. And um, I thought about, you know, nowadays you don't do near as much shopping in the stores uh, as you used to. You do most of your shopping, or at least we do, a lot of it online. You know, if you see something you want, you find it and you order it. And one of the things that, uh, that I always appreciate, and if I don't get it, I get a little bit antsy, is when you order something, I like to pretty quickly get that confirmation email, right? That, hey, thanks for your order. And then maybe a, a couple days after that, you'll get another email, and that email will say, uh, your order's been processed, and now your order has been shipped, and here's your tracking number. And so you can click on that tracking number and you can watch the progression of that shipment going from Missouri to here to there. And then eventually it says, hey, it's on its way. It's out for delivery. Well, those things to me are an assurance, right? If I ordered something online and I never got the email that says, hey, your order's been confirmed. uh, Or if I did get that email, but I never got the follow-up email that said, uh, hey, your order has been shipped. I begin to lose a little bit of that assurance, that feeling that uh, things are going to be okay and things are going to be like you anticipated them being, right? Uh, I've had some things that I've ordered in the past and I'll get the, comp- you know, hey, thanks for your order, confirmation email, and months will go by and I'll never get an email that said that whatever I ordered was shipped. And well, I get a little bit antsy, you know, and I got to call them and say, hey, where, where is it? My point is this, is the reason we go to those emails and the reason we click on the tracking numbers and the reason we see where our package is is because we want some assurance that this thing is on its way, right? It's something that we all appreciate. The loss of assurance is something that can be very unsettling to us. And in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, I want to look at a few things that paint a picture of how it makes us feel when we lose assurance. Now, I'm not talking about assurance in your packages and things like that. Uh, In Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, when it first begins the chapter, uh, this is what it says. And it says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe... And to do all his commandments. See, that's, that's observing his commandments and doing his commandments are two different things. Lots of folks observe them, but not a whole lot of folks are doing them. Right? 
He says, if you will observe and do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou will hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Now, he lists uh, several things there that you will see how God blesses a nation that observes and does his commandments. But if you read a little further in verse 15, it says, but if thou, it says, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee, right? Very simple. If you will listen and you will do, then here's how I'll bless you. If you don't listen or if you listen and don't do, these are the ways that you will see. This, this is the path you will see your nation go down. It's like Brother Tim said, simply if I just step back and quit fighting for you. And over in verse 63, one of the things that we see happen to a nation that fails to observe and to do the things that the Lord has instructed them them to do, which is Brother Tim said, we're there, right? As a nation, we are there. As a church, we are not there, okay? As families, we may not be there, right? But as a nation, it seems that we are there, okay? And so speaking from a corporate national perspective, I want you to listen to this, verse 63, and it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught, and ye shall be plucked from from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. Now remember, it's real important to remember he's talking to a nation who he has brought out of a very dark country a very dark uh, enslavement and he's delivered them he's blessed them he's multiplied them okay that's who he's talking to he's not talking to them while they're in Egypt he's talking to them when they are prospering from his deliverance all right and he tells them just like I rejoiced over you and multiplied you and did you good if you choose not to observe and to do then you're going to see you're going to see me take away those things he says, and the Lord shall scatter thee among all thy people, among, among all people, from the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there, and there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. So I think we're there, right? We're worshiping things that maybe 50, 60, 75 years ago, we never thought we'd worship. But we're worship, worshiping them today. And among, and among these nations shall thou find no ease, neither shall the sole of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart and failing of eyes and sorrow of mind. How do you think our nation reacted on September 11th? I want you to think about that emotion just, from, just corporately. How did we react? How did we feel when we heard about this latest school shooting? Does trembling heart, failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind sound accurate? It does to me. Now notice this. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have none assurance of thy life. 
In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were even. And at even thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. Now, do you see what that is? That is hopelessness. Hopelessness is saying, I do not want to stay where I'm at in the circumstances I'm at. Maybe in a day or two, things will get better. You're always looking for, the, for time to go by because you're, you need this situation to pass. And then that day or two comes and you say, oh, I wish it were the next. That's what he's saying. In the morning, you're going to beg for it to be afternoon. In the afternoon, you're going to beg for it to be night. At night, you're going to beg for it to be in the morning because you have a trembling of your heart and a failing of your eyes and a sorrow of your mind. And the Lord says, if you don't listen to me, and do the things that I've instructed you to do, then this is what you're going to be looking at. And he goes on and says, and the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again. Notice that. Remember where I told you these people were? These people are people that have been delivered out of a great darkness. And because they don't follow the Lord, they're going to find themselves going back into darkness. He says, the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships by the way whereof I spake unto thee. Thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. Now, if you are Israel and you've been delivered out of Egypt and the Lord has blessed you and the Lord has multiplied, I mean, you're on cloud nine, right? Things are great. And the Lord paints a picture here that says, hey, the closeness that you feel as a nation, you're going to be scattered. How are we scattered as a nation? Because we're divided on every single topic you could possibly be divided on. That's right. Like we, we, are, we are all citizens of the United States, but as far as having the same mind, we're as scattered as could be. Right? Right. The Lord says, you're going to be scattered. You're going to go here and there. You're going to end up worshiping other gods that you don't even know who they are at this moment. And it says, you are going to be so afraid of, your, uh, of, of the terrors that can come upon you, t- afraid for your life, that you're going to want, you're just going to continually want, I just need the night to get here. Now I just need the morning to get here. Now I just need the afternoon. It's just going to be a cycle of great unease. Now, when they're all, as, as, as we say sometimes, when they're all fat and happy, there's some assurance there, right? That the Lord is with us. The greatest assurance a child of God can have is that the Lord is with us, Amen. right? Yes. Now, <clears throat> there's a peace that comes from doing what you're supposed to do. Amen. Well, that's, that's real simple. I can think growing up, if, if, if my parents gave me something a a chore to do or they gave me a task to do and you know maybe maybe they said uh hey i'm I'm gonna go outside and i gotta go do this when i come back i want this done well if i went and did it and took care of it then i can walk around the house with a sense of blamelessness i can walk around the house with a sense of peace and assurance that I've done what I was supposed to do and my parents are going to be pleased with me. Right? right? But now, have you ever not done something that you were told to do? Have you ever, maybe uh, a teacher told you, I used to, I used to, I tried to always do my schoolwork, 
But maybe if the teacher said, hey, I want you to have this uh, particular assignment done uh, by tomorrow, and then I didn't get it done because I got too busy playing or something, and the next school day comes, I know I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. And as the Bible says, there's a certain fearful looking for fiery indignation. You know you've done wrong, and you know that you deserve judgment, and you lose your assurance. Right? You lose that peace and you lose that comfort. And that's what he says. He says, thy life shall hang in doubt before thee. Now, do you think any of these Israelites, they've been delivered out of Egypt. They've seen the Red Sea part. They've seen the pillar of cloud. They've seen the pillar of fire. They've seen the walls of Jericho fall. They have seen great deliverances. Do you think any of them sat there and wrung their hands saying, oh, I don't know if we'll make it through the night. They felt such peace. Why? Because they were doing what God told them to do. It's that simple. They had done what the Lord told them to do. And with that came a great sense of peace. Right? Now, flip over to Isaiah, the 32nd chapter for just a moment. Isaiah, the 32nd chapter, verse 17. And it says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever there the pendulum has swung right right? on one side over here the lord says if you don't listen to me you're going to be uh you have a trembling heart failing of eyes and sorrow of mind and and if you'll if you'll cut the news on there is something that will stimulate those emotions in you if you watch it long enough but on the other side of this, the Lord says the, the work and the effect of righteousness, which is just doing what the Lord tells us to do, is quietness and peace and assurance. Right? right. Now, what do you want? Do you want to walk around with a trembling heart and a failing of mind and, and, and I mean, a failing of your eyes and a sorrow of your mind? Do you want to walk around like that? If you do, you're going to be thinking, oh, I just, I just need night to come. I just need morning to come. It's going to be a perpetual fear. But you know what the truth of it is? As Brother Tim said, the pattern that we see is evil, 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 and evil. Right? We probably have not seen our last school shooting. If there is any type of silver lining to situations like that, is they are a reminder that something better is coming. Where there is no sorrow, there is no tears, there is no pain. If this life was perfect and so good, you wouldn't wouldn't desire heaven. You wouldn't want to go to heaven. But every time our backs go out, every time we get a kidney stone, every time we get sick, every time there's something in our life that brings us pain and sorrow, it ought to make us lift our eyes to heaven and embrace that assurance. But until we get there, right? I want quietness and I want peace. Corporately, as Brother Tim said, we're, we're not going to find that. We're not going to find that. We, the Bible says evil men and seducers shall wax worse, wax worse and worse. And in the last days, perilous times shall come. There's nothing in the Bible that tells us that we're going to go on the up and up as a nation. Everything tells us we're going to go down and down and down. Well, the farther we go down, the higher up we ought to be looking. Amen. And until... As Brother Tim said about the, the parents, that really the only time they'll feel a, fully healed is when they see the face of Jesus, right? right? 
Until those times, I want to walk just knowing that I've done what the Lord told me to do. And I want to walk with peace and assurance that even because the Bible says time and chance happeneth to them all, right? You know, we sometimes we are just victims of bad, evil people's actions, right? And sometimes time and chance just happens to us. Those children in there did not deserve the death that came on them that day. Understand that. But time and chance happens to happens to us all because the devil is devouring, right? But as we walk through this life, I want to feel like God's on my side. Amen. You know, I just do. I just want to walk through this life thinking, yeah, things are bad. But the Lord's promise to us was that if we will observe and we will do, that He will be with us. Amen. And the effect and the work of righteousness is quietness and assurance and peace. Amen. Those are three wonderful things. Quietness, assurance, and peace. I hope that we strive for those things. I hope that on the, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna observe and we're gonna do what the Lord says, we gotta know what He says, right? That sounds so simple and so silly, but you've got a lot of uh, energy and a lot of stamina behind the idea. Oh, God's okay with this. God's okay with that. God's okay with that. What, what a terrible place to be in to, to believe that you are doing what pleases the Lord when in fact you're doing exactly opposite of it. Right. This is where you can settle that matter. Amen. Right here. It's not through news anchors. It's not through uh, celebrities. It's not, I mean, a celebrity comes on and he says, oh, I just want to tell you that the Lord doesn't look at homosexuality today like he looked at it back then. That's not your standard. The Lord looks at fornication differently than He looked. That's not your standard. This is God's standard. Observe it and do it. And the effect of those things is quietness, peace, and assurance forever. I hope that's been profitable. And please pray for Brother Tim as he comes.